Hi, and welcome to Going Within is the new Going Out. It's your mindset coach, Carol Ann Reed here, and together in this podcast, we're going to be tuning out from the outside world and deep diving within, because after all, that's where the magic happens. In today's episode of Going Within is the New Going Out, we are literally going to be looking at this. We're going to be looking at how we're moving into a new age, from information to intuition. And this has probably been, of all the episodes so, like, so far, like the biggest driver behind actually creating this and really getting that message out there. I'm so excited to share this episode in, in particular with you. So let's rewind time. I feel like I start most episodes with that. We went through the industrial age. When I say we, I very unlikely actually mean you and I, but it was likely be our parents, our grandparents, even great-great-grandparents. And the industrial age was very much that masculine driven energy. Very prominent during that time was about the physical abilities. We were forced to live in alignment to that For a lot of people, the men went out to work and provided for the family through heavy labour and very much about the, the makings of the world. And the women in particular, we stayed at home and it was all about cooking, cleaning, looking after the children. And the children were pretty much in that era of seen and not being heard. But that's for another episode. But from then, as humans, we've evolved. We have evolved through that industrial age. That was the foundations to us coming into this economical world and it being the driving force of the information age, where we have information at our fingertips. We are the most advanced that we have ever been in the whole of the human race. And like, let's be honest, technically, anything and everything is possible for us. Right now, you have every bit of knowledge at your fingertip. Anything that you could possibly imagine, you can Google, you can learn. There's information online, in books, university. We even have people flying out into space now, which, wow, when we actually think about what's available to us, we live in such a blessed time. But at what cost? This information age has basically tapped into a part of our human brain, our psyche, that almost unconsciously is being programmed to keep us glued to our phones and devices, losing that connection physically that we so need as human beings. And let's be honest, whether we're talking about mainly the online space in that information age, we are constantly being sold to. We are at the peak of what we often refer it to as comparison-itis. A lot of people are constantly judging themselves, comparing ourselves to others because we have it so accessible to us. And ADHD tendencies are at an all-time height. We really are living in an age where From the moment that we wake up to the moment that we go to sleep, we are basically being programmed to stay tuned in, tapped in, turned on to something, someone outside of ourselves. We are now consumers to the highest of levels and we are often then driven by escapism. 
whether this is we feel that we want to escape and actually we're more drawn to that connection via social media, escapism through holidays, which let's be honest is great, but how many people say that they live for the weekend, that they live for that annual or couple of holidays per year and we are at an all-time height of caring about our appearance, what we look like, do we fit in, do we have the best clothes, education, tech, skincare, etc, etc. And whether we feel fulfilled on the outside or not, the key, absolute, fundamental thing in life, because you can have all of that stuff, you can have a wardrobe full, the best car in your driveway, but if you do not feel fulfilled and whole within, what do you actually have? As humans, we crave this level of connection, which technically, like we've just said on paper, we have. We can connect within milliseconds to someone on the other side of the world via, so funny, it shows how old school my brain is, Skype came to me. When I lived in Australia, we had to like dial in to Skype. I was 19, booked a one-way ticket. I've already told you the backstory. I was a wild child. <laughs> and then book this one-way ticket and I would have to wait for this connection on Skype to come through. I can even hear the little dial tone now. But now you can just WhatsApp, video call, milliseconds and you're connected. So on paper, yes, we are connected. But actually with this form of connection, this information, the cost that it's having to our mental health, they're just not maintainable. So we're being called to go within but what does this look like and what does this mean to you and I? So for me, this is about making going within the norm. That it is safe, it is normal, it is accepted and freaking celebrated that you actually listen to yourself, you tune out from that hustle, as I say in the beginning of each and every episode, about tuning out from the hustle and the grind of life, that treadmill, that constantly being needed and actually going within. And whether that is time out from that, being disconnected from social media, to actually going within to your inner guidance system. And that then begins to lead you down your truest path, discovering who you truly, truly are on that innate level and connecting to what lights you up. Because like social media is just a highlight reel of life, isn't it? Like I'll always hold my hands up. I steer away from filters. I try to keep it as real as possible. If you don't yet follow us on like Facebook or Instagram, I'm always sharing the, the, the reality of what sits behind growing a business, keeping on top of my mindset, my spiritual connection as best I can with twin toddlers in tow. It's chaos on a daily basis but it's a dedication and it's a practice. And I have found from being, from going from being hooked to that escapism, to that external validation and information-driven life, that without that balance, without that harmony of going within, we lose ourselves. We lose who we are. We lose that calling that our intuition needs in order to drive us forward. And I really, really do believe that inner peace is the new success. It sounds corny. You've no doubt seen it printed on t-shirts or in hashtags. But 
It's so true. And that comes from getting to know you on a deeper level. So if you haven't heard this before, intuition is often referred to or known as your inner tutor. Think about intuition, inner tutor. It's that part of you that knows you better than, dare I say, you know yourself. That part of you that you often silence in fear of speaking out or pissing people off. It's that part of you that gives you those gut nudges that makes you want to say hell yes or hell no. Let's step into this realm of dating world. I'm going to sort of use a bit of an, an, an analogy here where if you were to go dating someone, it's the first thing that you do. You get to know the person. You get to know the likes, the dislikes. You want to know their background. Check out their criminal record. <laughs> I actually don't know. I haven't dated in so long now. These are the kinds of things that we do when we are getting to know someone. We want to know their likes, their dislikes. We open up. The other, the other person may share their innermost secrets, their desires. Then you start going out on dates. You get to open up. You begin to show care and affection. And over time... That tends to be where you start to fall in love. The flaws and all, the warts and all. So what's the difference between that and getting to know yourself? I honestly believe that this going within truly takes a dedication like dating. Just as you would someone else, this is about dating you. Date yourself. Get to know your inner workings of you. So during lockdowns, lockdown 101, let's call it. Oh God, my my twins were like months old. Yet I, I knew that this was going to be such an important piece, this inner goings on, this inner navigation throughout a world pandemic. So every Saturday night, it was like religion. Every Saturday night, I would sit in my bedroom and I would get my journal out. I would get my cards out, my tarot, my oracle, my gratitude, affirmation, whatever cards I felt drawn towards, crystals. I would do a meditation and I would check in with me. That kept me in check. That kept me sane. That kept me tuned out from that matrix of what we were being pumped full of and all the fear-driven conspiracies and the government and all of this stuff and was able to tune into myself, minor guidance, recognize what's right for me, what's right for my boys, my family, the heartbeats in the house basically, and my career. And by tuning out from that noise and tuning in, it was the most powerful thing. It allowed me to actually grow my business. I think I saw like three times growth, 300% growth, whatever you want to call that, during the second lockdown. My business absolutely flew. And I honestly put that down to being so dedicated to connecting to that intuition rather than everyone panicking, do this, follow this system, put your business online, do it like this. It was like, no, what do I need? What would best be of service? And how can I do that in a way that best aligns to me? And let's be honest that the way that the world is going, you have to be able to tune out from that mass consciousness and do life, business, parenting, your body, your relationships, your way. This isn't saying go light your pitchforks and go and protest and do all of that. No, like this is about, it starts from within. 
Get tuned in to what feels good for you and then follow that, that path of least resistance. And that way, when something or someone in your life doesn't feel right, you have the confidence in yourself, in your intuition to say a hell yes or a hell no. And that's actually what I'm going to recommend. If there was anywhere to really strip this back to basics, like how do you practice that going within is the new going out? This is what I would recommend. It's getting to know the difference between that. What is that hell yes, gut intuition driven feeling? And what is that hell no? So the gut often I find for myself and clients is the gut lights this fire within you. It's like a feeling of excitement. Often it feels scary to say yes, but you still feel called to say it. Sometimes it can feel like a swirling feeling, like your heart may skip a beat. That's probably the best way to describe often what people refer to as their hell yes feeling. Now, the hell no feeling can often feel like a churning, a pull of resistance, like it's pulling you back. Your body language may even change. That gut might drop. Your heart might feel out of sync. And you know what? This is not prescriptive. This is going to be unique to you. And this is going to be a practice for you to exercise, to get to know. But a simple exercise that I recommend for this, I want you to just think about something or someone or maybe a place that you love. Just bring that to your mind's eye now. You might just be, you might, you could still do this driving, just make sure that you keep your eyes on the road, hands on the steering wheel. But think about someone or somewhere that you love. Now, where do you feel that? Whereabouts in your body can you locate that feeling and what does that feel like? That right now, put that in your hell yes box. If you get that feeling, that is more associated with your love, with alignment. That is the premise of that hell yes feeling. Now, to have a feel of and a bit of a try of what that hell no for you feels like, now think of something that you really go against. Maybe even something that you hate in this world, something that you are completely against. For me, I sometimes just think of like animal cruelty, anything like that, cannot wrap my head around, infuriates me, takes me to a whole other level. I can feel that right now. So think of something that you really go against. Now, where do you feel that? Can you pinpoint a place within your body and what does that feel like? So I get a hell yes, very much in the pit of my stomach and there's a flutter in my heart. My hell no is actually in my heart as well. My heart very much, almost like a pulses. And I actually feel it in my arms and in my legs. And what I've come to recognize that as is the fight and flight response. It's my nervous system basically saying, run the hell away from that. No. (laughs) So once you have started to have a play around with this, the next time that you get asked to do something or you hear or overhear something, What happens within you? Are you in alignment to that? I.e., is that a hell yes feeling? Yes, I want to hear more of that. Yes, I want to do that. And then if you overhear or sense or feel something that you really don't want to do, notice that. And then the key here is to begin to honor it. 
And this is like the foundations to you tuning into you. We so often go running to our friends, mentors, family, people that we believe on paper have our best interests at heart. And for most, I would like to think do, especially when it comes to coaches and mentors. Like for myself, I honestly believe that the best coach or mentor will guide you to go within. They will teach you and give you the tools to recognize that pull for you, to be able to follow your unique path of least resistance, to recognize what would be best service for you as an individual with your unique likes and visions and goals and aspirations and what you're a unique stand for. And as we were coming towards the end of the lockdowns and I really went on this journey of deeper self-connection, especially having these two beautiful little souls that are gonna be growing up in this world, I was like, I need to be in a place as often as I can of alignment, of knowing not only what's best for me, but what could be the best for them as well, to my best abilities. And it actually led me to creating something that it's it's a daily practice and I wanted to keep it simple because let's be honest, for most people, time is of the essence. Every single day we're pulled in different directions and I know the benefit of connecting with ourselves daily. I know I mentioned that my Saturday night date night quickly became dating myself in my bedroom with my cards and crystals and that was such a powerful part of it for me. But I knew that truly staying connected with this was a daily practice. So I actually created something called the Morning Mindset Desk Pad. It's super simple. It's literally a desk pad. And these are on my website if this resonates with you. You can head over there, but I'll kind of brief you on it now because this is something I use to keep me connected and now a lot of people use them. They're really cool. But it guides you through a simple process of breathing, connecting to yourself, sharing an affirmation for you, writing it down, and then tapping into gratitude. It checks you in with your health and exercise priority, what your body needs, your top three priorities. And this is the reason why I'm sharing this with you. These two questions, when you connect to this as often as you can, that is where you stay true to you. That is where you can be on social media and be a part of this mass consciousness, but not get too sucked in. To be able to stay true to you is when you can answer these questions as often as you can, honestly and truthfully, and honor it. How do you feel on a scale of one to 10 today? And actually, checking in with yourself and answering that honestly, and then knowing what will light you up today. When you can honestly reflect on that and say, here's how I'm feeling, here's what I'm gonna focus on today, and I know what's gonna light me up is, you can still enjoy your life as you know it, but this enables you to stay true to your true path, not be knocked off course or misled or misdirected by external influences. So in summary, this is what I meant by going within is the new going out. That in this day and age, we are being absolutely preyed on consumerism wise. We are being moved from pillar to post and it's just this overwhelming information age 
that has so many benefits, we are being called to move into this intuitive age. And the more that you can get a head start in this, the better. The more that you can tune in, recognize your hell yeses, your hell noes, checking in with how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis, as simple as this sounds, this really is about disconnecting and reconnecting to you. The last thing with this is you really can have fun with this. I don't know about you, but my Saturday nights might not have sounded the most fun, but did I miss out that sometimes I would have a glass of wine in my hand whilst doing my cards and journaling? or in between lockdowns, of course, I would have like one of my best friends sat on my bed and we would sage and go on a visualization and then share how we were feeling after. Honestly, they were some of the most lit nights. (laughs) I just use the word lit. I don't even think that is ever going to be cool, especially when used alongside this kind of talk. But there you go, I said it. Genuinely, I felt so lit up. There you go, that makes more sense with this context. I really did feel lit. Really, really lit. And you can't knock it till you try it. So the next time that you're planning a date night, scrap the other person off. (laughs) Go and have a date night with yourself. Take yourself to the bedroom. Take your journal. Take your cards. Go within and get to know you on such a deep level that you are so open to love and alignment, and fulfillment, and abundance, and everything in your life, because when you're tuned into that, everything flows together. So have fun with this, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would be so grateful if you could share this with a friend who you just know would love it too. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you'll be the first to know when next week's drops. Sending you all the love and light.